The opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. Like Noah, we are living in very uncertain times. These are our unsteady days in our world, uh, times when it is very easy to get fearful and fretful, to, to worry and to wonder. And uh, this is why the Word of God is so always, always relative to where we are, because the Word of God is the anchor. Uh, in the storms of life, in the, in the rising flood waters, we find our salvation and we find our security in the promises of Almighty God. Today we come to Genesis chapter number 7 to the, the story of the flood. And you know, uh, for many years when I read this portion of Scripture, I concentrated on the dimensions of the boat and uh, the geographical locations of things and all the peripheral things. But you've got to boil it down. You have to boil the whole thing down to the Lord, Noah, and Noah's family. Now that's very important because when you get near the end of your life, all the peripheral things are not going to matter. When you get near the end, the only thing that's going to matter is you and the Lord and you and your family and the Lord. And so we're getting down to what really matters here. I want to read just a few verses from Genesis chapter 7 and draw your attention to three verses that I think are vital. Verse number 1, And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark, for thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens, the male and his female, and of beasts that are not clean by two, the male and his female. Of fowls also of the air by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights, and every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. And Noah did according unto all that the Lord commanded him. May I pause just a moment and point out to you that Genesis 7 verse 5 is a repetition of exactly what was said in the last verse of chapter 6. Noah did all that God commanded him. Here's the life of obedience. May I just pause and ask, is there anything God has told you to do you have not yet done? Uh, anything that needs to be confessed or forsaken, you've not yet obeyed him? anything that needs to be dedicated, given to God, uh, any person you need to speak to, anything you need to make right, is there anything God's commanded you and you've not yet done it? Do that. Do it all. Do it now. Verse 6, And Noah was 600 years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. And Noah went in, and his sons, and his wife, and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood. You know, Noah preached for 120 years with no converts except his own family. And uh, yet, in the sight of God, this was a man who did all God told him to do. God's made it so that you can walk with God victoriously and lead your family, even if no one else follows, even if no one else is listening to what it is you're saying to them right now. And I think this is one of the most beautiful pictures of grace that not only did Noah go into the ark, here's his whole family going in with him. Praise God. 
Verse 8, of clean beasts and of beasts that are not clean and of fowls and of everything that creepeth upon the earth, there went in two and two unto Noah into the ark, the male and the female, as God had commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were upon the earth. In the six hundredth year of Noah's life, in the second month, the seventeenth day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened. And the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. In the selfsame day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, the sons of Noah and Noah's wife, and the three wives of his sons with them into the ark. They and every beast after his kind and all the cattle after their kind and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth after his kind and every fowl after his kind, every bird of every sort. And they went in unto Noah into the ark, two and two of all flesh wherein is the breath of life. And you know, when we read the story of Noah and the flood, we give a lot of attention to the animals. You can get the mental picture of them marching two by two into that giant boat. But let me just point out to you that this was all God's provision for mankind. The Lord was making it so that the animals would be preserved. And remember from the beginning, they were given for man, uh, for man to to subdue, have dominion over, to rule over uh, the animal kingdom. And so what is God doing? He's not only protecting, he's also providing. What a wonderful God we serve that the Lord would keep from us those things that uh, would destroy us, but would give to us those things uh, that would sustain us. Blessed be our Lord God. And then you come to verse number 16. And they went in, and they that went in, went in male and female of all flesh, as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. And now, I want to draw your attention to three verses. Now, the first is verse 1. The second is verse 7, and the third is verse 16, because in these three verses, I think we have the beautiful progression of a picture of salvation and of the security that comes through that salvation. Things can be very uncertain, but you can be certain in the Lord. Things can be very untenable in your life and circumstances, but you, you can be rooted in God. You may feel like you're you're on a boat in the middle of a flood, in the middle of a storm, and uh, it's rocking and reeling, but you can be steady on the word of Almighty God. So here are the three verses. First, verse 1, the Lord said unto Noah, come. Did you know that's one of God's favorite words? It's always the Lord's first word, come. And do you know what come implies? That he's there. God didn't put Noah into that ark by himself. The Lord was with him in that ark. God was above him and beneath him and around him and, yes, with him. And so it always begins with God's great invitation. If you're listening to me today and you've never come to Jesus, this is our Lord's word to you. Jesus said, come unto me, all you that labored are heavy laden, and I will give thee rest. He said to his first followers, come after me. I'll make you to become fishers of men. Everything you need to be and everything God has for your life hinges on the little word, come. Come to Jesus. Maybe you've come to the Lord, but you've strayed from the Lord. Come back. Come home to Jesus. You'll find our Lord is right where he's always been, and the promise is still true. The Lord says, come. So in verse number one, we have God's invitation. In verse number seven, we have Noah's response. And Noah went in and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood. May I just say, no one else can do this for you. You must choose this for yourself. God gives his invitation But every individual for themselves must decide. You have a conscience and you must make a choice. Will you come to the Lord? Noah went in. 
And then here's where the real security comes. Verse 16, and the Lord shut him in. Noah didn't close the door. Uh, Noah's boys didn't get the door shut. Noah's family was not his security. Uh, His security was in this, the Lord closed that door. He was shut in with God through faith and through obedience. And friend, I'm going to tell you, that's a very good place to be. In Christ's hand, and Christ is in God the Father's hand, and you're sealed by the Holy Spirit of God unto the day of redemption. If I had to rest on me, I'd never make it. If I had to rely on others, I would be a a very disillusioned man today. If I had to, to rest on circumstances being good, I'd be in trouble, and so would you. But if you can rest and rely on the Lord and know you are you are enclosed in God. You are shut in with Christ. Friend, that is a wonderful place to be. The Lord said, come, you went to him, and the Lord shut you in. That is what salvation is all about, and we find our security in him. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey. Thank you.